to Say It Southern. Aspiring to live not just as moms, but as modern Southern women, we began this project to hear from those who inspire us and recognize those who are achieving their own personal goals. Listen in as we celebrate the South and those who say it Southern. By now, we hope that you're a little more familiar with our new partner, Renaissance Bank. They were actually called the best bank in the South by money.com. And this year, Forbes named them one of the world's best banks for 2020. So if you're looking for a new bank, Renaissance Bank is definitely worth checking out. Visit renaissancebank.com to learn more. Today, we are so excited to share the story of the yearly company, Bengals. This all started as an anniversary tradition in Ann Williams' family, and now it has grown into a business making 14-karat gold anniversary and milestone bangles that you can receive to celebrate the special events in your life with meaningful jewelry that tells your story. Today, you will hear how Ann went from making the bangles in her garage to a full-time team with in-house production out of Nashville, Tennessee. Join us as we say it Southern with Ann Williams. Hey, Ann, thanks for being with us today. Hi, ladies. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, how are things in Nashville? You're in Nashville, Tennessee, huh? Yeah, things are good. You know, I feel like Nashville in the fall is kind of one of the best times to live here. Um, we have had like two 80-degree days in a row, which out of the blue. So yeah. we're kind of enjoying it. But yeah, things are good. You know, it's it's a whole different world right now, but we're making the best of it. Yeah, we're making lemonade, baby. That's right. <laughs> okay, so we're kind of obsessed with the Yearly Company, and I guess we found out about you um I, you know what? I actually found out about you in Garden and Gun. Weren't you a finalist or in the Made in the South Awards? Um, a few years ago, I think it was 2018, um, we were a finalist in the style category in the Made in the South Awards, which was like... Yeah, I mean, girl. Blew my mind. Sure. That's huge. Yeah. Did you have to interview for that or how did you... Did they find you? You enter. Um, uh-huh. And honestly, I wish more people knew about it because being a maker and getting your name out there is hard. And so I had applied two years in a row. And the first year I got back a notification that like I had made it to the next round, which was super exciting because it was like my second year in business, but it was sort of great that it didn't happen for me that year because I was not ready. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. If we'd gotten that exposure at the time, it would have been kind of a disaster for, you know, where I was in my business. So 2018, I was like, okay, I'm coming back with some new styles and um, just kind of knew the process more. And I sent all our stuff in and yeah, became a finalist, which was so exciting. Got to go to Charleston for this big weekend, um, meet the other people, the women and the the Southern companies I was in, you know, company with was so cool. Like I just, I formed some great relationships and the exposure is invaluable. I mean, an an ad and garden gun is something I would have never been able to afford. So it was incredible. It's one of the issues that I look forward to every year whenever they come out with the Made in South Awards or the finals or whatever, because I feel like it's just like a treasure trove. <laughs> you know, like you get to see all these people and these cool things that you can't find. And I'm like, an, I like the nooks and crannies. I like the out of the way kind of shops. So you definitely yeah. fall in that category. That's yeah. so fun. Well, tell us how it came to be because we've got a cool story and we want to hear it. Sure. So, um, our family, my grandparents on my dad's side, uh, they had this tradition of my grandfather giving my grandmother a gold bangle every year. Um, he didn't make them. That's a common question we get. But he's, you know, bought them from jewelers. They had lived in Puerto Rico at one point, mm-hmm. which my grandfather um, traveled around a lot for work. And so 
they came to live in Puerto Rico and we actually think it was like a Cuban tradition. That's kind of where the lineage might go back to. And there's Bengals in so many cultures, but they formed their tradition around anniversaries. So my grandmother had a stack. Um, she passed away when my dad was 22. So there was five children who inherited her pieces and then four, uh, four boys and a, sorry, two girls and three boys. And then they all passed that on to their spouses. So continued in their marriages. And so it was just this innate thing that I grew up with was like the jingle of my mom's bangles. Mm -hmm. Um, and my mom is admittedly like not a huge jewelry person, but to have something that you wear every single day, that's, you know, beautiful and classic. She loved her stack. And so I started basically helping source them for my family because different jewelers would have different prices. Sometimes they would order one and it would be hollow and they were all over the place. Um, and it was really kind of in the rise of like Etsy when I started looking around saying, I know somebody can make these. And we tried a few different people and because it wasn't their primary, you know, goal to sell bangles and custom sizes, people were kind of flaky or, you know, the turnaround times were long. My uncles would be like, Hey, that girl you gave me last time, you know, never wrote back to me. And so I somehow became responsible <laughs> for <laughs> all of the bangles. And so it, it just struck me like, I don't know, I was pregnant with my second child my daughters are 19 months apart. So I was definitely in heavy mom mode. And I was like, well, what if I just figure out how to make them? I don't know that I saw myself having a business around these, but I was like, what if I just figure out how to make them? Maybe I can just make, you know, one-offs here and there. So I found a class at Bandy, which is where I graduated from, um, in their studio section. And it was just intro to metal Thursday nights. And it was great because I was pregnant and I had a toddler and it was like, I got to check out and go do something just for myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have my class. I paid for it. I'm showing up. You know, it was just for me. Um, and I just fell in love with it. The metal work in that class was pretty basic. So it didn't involve the torch, which is what you need to make a bangle. Um, but the teacher kind of took me in under her wing and she brought me out to her studio. And so I would go out to her home studio through my whole pregnancy. And when I had Reagan, our little one, like strapped to my chest. Um, <laughs> and this woman, Nancy was just wonderful. So she'd help me make them for my uncles and my cousins. And we started to develop like a sizing system and just understanding, you know, who wore what, and then slowly, but surely, I mean, I'm so thankful for this, but it was such a natural growth. It was a need that I was fulfilling. So I never felt like I had to spend my time talking anyone into my product. Um, I don't know that I would have been fit for that at the time. Um, but it just naturally grew and we would gift them to family friends on their wedding day. And it was such a way to bring women together and celebrate them and bless their marriage. And it just grew from there. So my sister has, um, a cattle ranch. I don't know if you guys know this about her. So I am the jeweler. She is the rancher. Um, (laughs) she's my country sister. So she lives in California, which is where I'm from. And she has amassed this big following because she, um, she and her daughters, her four daughters and her husband, have a cattle ranch and they just Instagram everything about their life. And it's so fascinating. And so she wears these bangles and people were like, what on earth? Like this, you know, city, city sister, I get it. Ranch sister, how on earth are you wearing gold jewelry all day, every day, like delivering cows? And, and so people would ask about them and she would say, Oh, my sister actually makes them now. And slowly, but surely the followers and the business started really trickling in from her. Um, she's still my best client because people will be like, I do yoga. Maybe it's too much for me. And I'm like, my sister's a cattle rancher. Like you can wear these anywhere. You know? um, so that's really my biggest growth point was having her share, which was so cool. And then over the past 
five years, I mean, I went from garage studio, four by six feet, to um, basically taking over my living room. We moved to a new home, built out a home studio. We had a little shop in Green Hills, and now we have our own like headquarters studio shop. Um, and so that happened this past February. And it's just been a whirlwind and a dream and really something I never imagined. I mean, I used to, I couldn't imagine hiring one person, let alone now we have six full-time employees. So Wow. Are these employees, are they making the bracelet, the bangles, or are they? So about half and half. Okay. Um, the first employee was an intern at Michaela, who's been my longest employee. She's wonderful. And she, I was just kind of like, I need help. I need someone to run to FedEx at seven because I can't get my two kids in the car and mm-hmm. help me pack orders and respond to emails. And she really learned the ins and outs. And then um, the second full-time hire was another jeweler to help me meet the demand. And now we have three full-time jewelers and then kind of three admin, meaning marketing, um, operations, and customer service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell us about the jewelry because you were talking about like some are hollow, some are plated, some are wood. So tell us exactly what yours is and how it's set apart from the others. So this is sort of fascinating because I think the jewelry world is definitely a little mystical and totally you know, thing can feel very unclear. Um, so the most important thing for a yearly company is that everything we make is solid gold. So people will say solid gold and it's like, well, it's solid 10 carat or 8 carat or this and that solid 14 carat, which is kind of like the standard in fine jewelry. Um, you can go up from there in carat, but the gold gets softer. So if that makes sense, it becomes mm-hmm. closer to 24 carat and just less ideal for everyday wear. So we're kind of at that perfect balance where it's like that beautiful gold color, but it's still going to stand up to wear and tear. Um, and they're solid through the middle. So there's no air in there. They can't crack or break or bend. Um, and we're one of those companies that if something were to ever happen, I've had people have bangles run over by cars accidentally, and we will repair anything, fix anything. So we have a lifetime guarantee. Um, but the difference I think is that there's been a lot of plated and hollow jewelry come into the market, um, which if you get it at a good price point, you know, it's fun to be able to wear here and there, but it's not going to last long-term. It's not something you can imagine handing down to your granddaughter. Um, you know, so we really try to focus on that and educate our customers that it's going to be an investment. Gold is expensive. Our materials are expensive, but it's so worth it in the long run because you can really enjoy it every single day. Yeah. It's investing to tell your story. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Your jewelry box should tell your story. Um, okay. So you have a ton of designs and now you're working with, um, jewels too, right? Yes. So once we started adding stones, it was got a little, you know, game on game on. Yeah. Um, so I'm not a stone setter by trade. Stone setting is like a really intricate detailed skill that, um, at one point I considered doing, but I knew I would have to spend so much time in that direction. So I've hired really amazing stone setters who know their stuff. Um, and now we have, I don't know the exact number, but we kind of have like our classic bangle. It goes up in width and strength. And then we have like flatter wires that can be engraved and hammered. So we've added ways to add texture. We have a twisted bangle that's very popular. Um, And then diamonds and stones and engraving. So it gives you that, you know, it's a classic piece. A bangle is, I think, never going to go out of style. But every woman gets to choose, you know, how it looks, how it mixes with her, what she wears every day. Um, we have white, rose, and yellow gold, so whatever your preference is. And I have just been so blown away by how people use the styles to tell their stories. I mean, I thought it was going to look a certain way, and people will come to me and say, um, I remember a mother recently said, I got the twist bangle and I got my daughter one because she moved away. 
And I wanted it to represent that our lives are always intertwined and that we're always going to be a part of each other's lives. And just hearing stuff like that makes me so happy. Um, and we've definitely have marriage, you know, bangles. That was how it all started. But p- women celebrate health journeys, um, celebrate, you know, business milestones and just anything that just you want that tangible. Like I did it. I'm going to buy myself this because it matters to me. And every time you look at it, you get that feeling of pride. Um, and so that. That is so unexpected and probably the thing that gets me most excited about, you know, continuing this business. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who she started collecting it and not that long ago. So she doesn't have like an armful, mm-hmm. but she will still like somebody's like, oh, I like your bangles. She's like, well, this one is from my anniversary. This one, <laughs> you know, like she tells yeah. the story of each bangle. I love that. I think jewelry... I mean, we've all been in that instance where you kind of eyeball something on a woman and you're like, oh my gosh, that locket or, you know, there's something so interesting about that. And when you ask a woman about her jewelry, I think, especially when it's sentimental, like you just see their face light up. It's like, oh, let me tell you, let me tell you something about myself. And it connects us in a way that makes me feel really good about what we do, because it's not just about, you know, jewelry. It's not just a luxury good. It's something that you have given yourself or someone has given you out of love um, and to be able to retell those stories and make connections with people just brings me a lot of joy. Did you see yourself as an entrepreneur when you started this thing? Because clearly, I mean, now you're headquartered in Nashville. I, and we, let's talk about that too for a second. In a minute, I'll ask you another question about that. But did you see this going where it was going? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I definitely have the entrepreneurial spirit, I think. And it has so been inspired by my sister because she has started countless businesses and was always a really big proponent of, you know, you can do it, you can figure it out, I'll help you. Um, and I, I did start a few businesses in the past. So I knew, I've, I've worked for someone else for about a year and it, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I enjoy working for myself. Um, I've always had a little bit of that like side hustle. You know, we rented our house on Airbnb at one point in our marriage when we were looking for, you know, some extra cash and I've tutored and I've um, just, always found ways to make money on the side and doing something that suits my skill set. So I knew I had that in me, but honestly, I really never saw myself hiring and growing and becoming a boss and managing budgets and, you know, doing this higher level stuff. So that has all been a surprise to me, but every time I feel overwhelmed, I have a, I have an amazing network of people who have of experts. I think that I turn to, um, but I also am just, keep the business in mind. Like, what's the point? What are we, who are we doing this for? What do our customers want? Why does it matter to them? And that just keeps it all in perspective. You know, I I don't want to grow just to grow. I want to grow because I want more women to experience, you know, the joy of being celebrated. I love that. Mm -hmm. So you opened the store in February of 2020 Uh and then (laughs) the global shutdown happened. (laughs) Shutdown. Yes. Um, It was definitely interesting timing. I will say the store, I used to always say, I'll never do retail. Like I'm not dealing with that overhead. That's crazy. You know, we, I have the best setup in this. We're just online. Uh, But there's something about being able to come into a physical store, try things on, you know, really touch and feel the merchandise. So we opened that store with our studio upstairs, our shipping, receiving an office, and then we have retail downstairs. And so we had this grand opening and it was so exciting and, you know, this big party. And then as we all know, you know, mid-March, we're like, oh, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this pop-up. This, is, this strange thing is happening and total shutdown. Um, 
it was stressful, but we have built up such an amazing community of online business that I wasn't panicked. Um, we need this, the physical space anyway. I'm so grateful that we did it at the time because my employees had been in my home and working together during Corona in my house with two kids would not have worked. So yeah. <laughs> we're very fortunate. We have a lot of square footage. So everyone's safe. We're able to spread out. We have multiple entrances and exits. So it kept us afloat very much so and kept my employees able to keep working, which was the goal. Um, and now we're, we did by appointment only for a little while. And now we're opening up those hours again, just with masks and distance shopping, but we're very lucky to have the space that we do. Yeah. Are you, you're selling to retailers now as well, right? So we have a couple kind of partnership relationships where we'll do pop-ups. Um, there's one other shop in town. It's in East Nashville called consider the wildflowers that I love. That's kind of a different clientele. So she has a few of my pieces, but generally we aren't really that wholesale cut. So Usually, you know, the wholesale markup is we would be selling to a wholesaler and then, or I'm sorry, to a retailer, and they're going to be often doubling the price of the piece to make their um, portion of that. And we really aren't priced that way. So it's a little bit of a different model for jewelry, um, but we've always been direct to consumer. It does allow us to price our pieces pretty fairly and just to really control the story. I think for me, I was hesitant to go the wholesale route because, you know, it is such a specific story and it does take understanding exactly how the Bengals wear and what you would recommend. And so I have the greatest admiration for all of these small shops and I support all of them, you know, in my personal life, but I don't know that we're the best fit for that model. So we've always just been direct. Mm-hmm. I think that's great because I think you can control at that point, you know, yeah. like, and then your customers feel like family, they're invested. They want to go back to your place and see your things and get, you know, the next piece on the stack. Yes. And we've done these pop-ups, which are so fun because we do have retailers who are interested in bringing their customers in. And then when we do a pop-up, we do, you know, percent to the shop for the day and we form this great relationship and customers are excited about it. Um, but yeah, that's a fun way to just kind of get out there a little bit and have people see our things in different parts of the country. So how does it work? I mean, for somebody that can't come in the store, tell us about like, or how, before you even open the store, how did it, how did that all work? Yeah. So we definitely learned quickly, especially just my family, that every woman's hand is a different size. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yes. Yep. And bangles are so frustrating. They are. Because I've you had... got a big bone, you got stuff happening. <laughs> I've had so many women who are just like, oh, I just, I can't do bangles. They're either teeny, teeny, tiny, or they're way too big. They fall off my wrist. And as they're saying this, I'm like, okay, try this one, try this one. And and they look at me like, what, that fit? How did that fit? And (laughs) the reason is that we have developed a sizing system that is down to the quarter inch. So similar to ring sizes where they can come up down to like half sizes. Um, I just realized like, you don't want to wear a bangle if it's hanging down off your wrist. You don't want to wear it if you think it's going to fly off in your sweater. Um, You also don't want it to be like painful to put on. So finding that sweet spot in your size is kind of our secret sauce. That's why we make bangles because I think it's so important and most people don't make that many sizes. Um, So we send out a brass version of our bangles, a sizing kit, because it allows us to create the bangles in a very inexpensive material and we can ship them around the country. They get sent back to us, cleaned up and reused. Um, so I love that factor as well. It's not creating a bunch of waste, but when you try those on, you're actually able to get that feeling of like, how hard should I push to get over my hand and Mm -hmm. what are we going to feel like once I wear it? 
Um, and that seems to solve a lot of the problems with our sizing because even measuring around your wrist, I mean, there's just no way to get that real feeling of putting a bangle on. So we send out our sizing kit. Um, it's $2, it's $10 for shipping and then they get a free shipping card. So it's kind of a, basically a free service, um, that we provide. And then once you know your size, you're set for life, you know, you'll know it forever. Um, so that's part of what we really pride ourselves in is how custom every piece is to you. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Because if you're, if you're going to make that kind of investment, and what yeah. are we talking? What's your, like, tell us price points. So our classic bangle starts at $320. Okay. And that is our, like, thinnest gauge, um, which is just the jewelry term for, like, wire thickness. Um, and then they go up from there. But they go, I mean, you can spend upwards of $3,000 if you have stones and, you know, more intricate custom details. So it is really important to us that they fit because it would just be heartbreaking to spend all this money on something and not be able to wear it you know, every day. Um, yeah. we're pretty obsessed with fit. We also are pretty generous about resizing. So we usually recommend like just get a classic or a heavyweight bangle, which is kind of our starter options. And then once you know, you love the fit, then you can go crazy on customizations. Um, but we've had women exchange and resize and we're always happy to do that so that you can actually wear it. I, my biggest fear would be someone owning a piece of my jewelry and not being happy with it. That's mm -hmm. the thing, because we all have those pieces of jewelry that, like, you come in the door and you're like, get it off get it me. off. You know, mm -hmm. that's not comfortable. Yeah, but right. you literally can wear this anywhere. I mean, your sister's birthing cows in them. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> yes. and What's her account? I yeah, we need to follow, follow her. Okay, Five Mary's Farm. So my sister's name is Mary, and all of her girls are Mary something. Um, oh. It's, they're very cute. Very Southern sounding, even though yeah. they're in California. But... They're Mary Frances, Mary Marjorie, Mary Jane, Mary Teresa, but they all have nicknames. Um, so her husband nicknamed them the Five Marys. So oh, that's the cutest thing. It's pretty fun. I mean, they are. Her youngest is barely older than my oldest, and all of her girls are tougher than I am, like by <laughs> leaps and bounds. Yes, they they're like roping cattle, and you know, I'm, yeah, that's not. When I visit, they, they all kind of make fun of me a little bit. But like, I broke a nail. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my nice boots are getting muddy. Um, <laughs> it, it's a lot of fun. So it's fun to have that juxtaposition. And we both, like, we're so, she is so supportive of me. We're both so supportive of each other. And it's so much fun to see, you know, what different lives we lead. And yeah. she had all girls and you have all girls. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Is it just the two of you? So we have two boys in between, my brothers. Okay. Uh, who I'm sure find us both, you know, their Instagram sister is a little annoying, but um, <laughs> they're great. They live in my hometown. They have wives who we like are so in love with and so thankful to have. And then between them, there's um, one of my brothers has two boys. So he, he broke the streak with the boys. And then the other one has a boy girl and two girls. So um, it's a fun group of cousins when you're out there. Oh, it's a fun. fun big I bet your sister-in-laws are like feeling good, feeling lucky too. They're yeah. like, I get a good gift every mm -hmm. baby, every anniversary. <laughs> you know, meat and jewelry. Like you really can't go wrong. Uh -huh. jewelry. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Something for everyone. That's right. I love it. All right. So I know you've got the bangles, which we love, but then you got the earring, the huggies. Have you seen these, Sarah? No. They're unbelievable. You know, everybody loves just a little bauble uh -huh. on their ear. Yes, yes. Tell us about this. Yeah, so I think I never honestly imagined totally going beyond bangles. But as as we grew, you know, customers were asking about different pieces. Not everybody wants a bangle for every occasion, which I understand. You might run out of arm. Mm -hmm. um, and the idea behind everything we make is it's going to be 14 karat gold. It's going to be solidly made. And you can wear it all the time. 
I mean, I'm not really that much of a jewelry person. I'm not accessorizing my outfits. I'm like, are these cute? Do they fit? Can I wear them? Do they look good with everything? So we came across these Huggies, which have this little kind of, you know, clicking mechanism. So you just pop them in, click them closed, and I have not taken them out in probably months. Um, really? They, yes. They have little baguette diamonds in them. So it's like just enough sparkle, but they fit close to your ear. You can sleep on them and they don't come out in a mask, which is really key right now. <laughs> that, is, Who knew? that is, yeah. Who knew? You know, Smart. Bigger earrings and hoops, you know, you're like wrestling your mask out of them. So, so wait, you have diamonds clipped on your ear and you're not worried about them falling out. No, they're little tiny and they're like really well set into these little hoops. Um, but they're just wear all the time. I mean, anything we make, I will try on for three months and uh-huh. say, you know, I'm going to do everything in my normal life. If something about this breaks, we're not making it. And so everything you can trust, I have tried or, you know, given to my ranch sister to try out. Yeah. So, <laughs> great. Ranch sister, ranch sister approved. <laughs> but you're right though. It's perfect for mask and everything too. It is. Yeah. So we've, these have been really fun because, you know, they're 400. And so it's like that price point where it still feels like a splurge, but it's a thing that's going to last a long time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women are getting them for holiday gifts or, you know, as a, maybe like a Valentine's day anniversary gift. So it's been, it's and been a good product and they're cool. You know, it's like a, <laughs> yeah. you can wear multiple if you have multiple. Yes. Uh-huh. And honestly, I don't, I mean, I, for diamond earrings, I think 400 is incredibly mm-hmm. reasonable. Jason Goolsby <laughs> husband. Uh-huh. I think we that's... do have a send a hint feature on the website, which has been our new favorite. Um, you can like click this little send a hint and it puts in his email, you know, whoever's email you're interested in sending it to. And it just sends them a link, and they just check out. And that is take genius. Take out the steps for them. Oh wow, genius! Yeah. <laughs> so, how many? Like, what do you recommend if somebody's just going to come and they're going to like they want to start right? So they're like, I want this to be my thing. I want to yeah. add something for everything. What do you recommend? Like, what direction do they go? How many do they need? Mm-hmm. How do I you like start? Okay, mm-hmm. so typically, honestly, our customers are looking for. One to three, I would say, is like kind of, you know, the starter, the intro. Um, We usually recommend if you're going to have one, starting with our heavyweight, which is the $440 bangle. It's like that solid feel. It's gold. It's beautiful. It's shiny. But you'll get your fit down, see how, you know, how it feels to wear it. Um, We also offer what's called a catch-up pack. So if you get three bangles in the same style, you get a discount. There's a 5% discount at all times. And so you can kind of have jump into a stack without, you know, spending quite as much. And we offer that a discount up to, it, it increases to 10% after six. So I do have customers who are like, I've been married for, you know, four years, I can't start. And you do get that discount if you want to jump in. Um, and then some of our textured pieces have been really popular. Like our heavyweight twist is just a beautiful solid bangle to start with. Um, and then a lot of women will start with like their kids initials or their married monogram or something just to kind of you know, begin telling that story with their family, which is always special. And then our birthstone bangles are really fun too, because you can build multiple stones onto one bangle. Um, so that's been really special for like grandparents who are wanting to do, you know, all their grandchildren on a bangle or a mom who wants to represent a few kiddos. That's always a fun piece. They're so awesome. I love the ones that are a little different too, unique, the beaded ones, the yes. new one. Yeah. The beaded bangle is pretty fun. Um, I have that guy on. And it just, you add texture over time and your stack will kind of transform, but we've definitely had people come try them all on and they're like, Oh, I didn't know I'd love this one so much or this one so much. 
I will say the hammered bangle for 2020 has been killer. Um, I do love a hammered bangle. <laughs> Hammer out the year. Yep. <laughs> it's perfect. Hammered out. <laughs> I've had, I had a husband and they leave notes, you know, and this husband was like, I'm getting my wife the hammered bangle because she's been home with three kids for six months and I, you know, she deserves it. Like it's just been a hard year. So we love those stories. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I guess you can't have too many then. You really can't. Look at these arms. Hey, do you have yours on? Cling them for us. Yeah. Okay, so they're not super loud. No, they're not super loud because they're they're solid, but they're still very lightweight, you know. So it's not going to be – because I do think we're all used to wearing – you know, if you're getting a bangle at a boutique or something that's not solid gold, it's kind of that chunky feel, which I yes. do love to look. But it's because, you know, you wouldn't make that bangle out of 14-karat gold. It would be crazy expensive. So – our bangles are solid and sturdy, but they just have that delicate, dainty feel. Like, I mean, we all sleep in them, everyone in my family. That's and, so crazy to me. Mm-hmm. I, because I don't sleep in jewelry, Anne. I mean, like, it's like the contacts out, the bra off, the jewelry off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I totally am. I mean, even my rings, something about fingers sometimes just feel claustrophobic to me. But when you wear a bangle and it is fitted the right way, I promise you, like, I've had so many customers say, there's no way I'm going to sleep in that. And say, oh, that's totally fine. Just you know, make sure the size is easy to take off at night. And then after a week, they're like, I forgot I had it on and I just slept in it. And it just became part of me, which is fun to hear because that's what you, that's want. What you want. Yeah, it is. And I mean, they're like, how do I clean them and care for them? I'm like, oh, rub a little soap on them when you're washing your hands, but you do not have to do much. They're low maintenance. Well, give us that website so we can send a link out. <laughs> yes, I will. Um, so our website is yearlyco.com. And then our Instagram is yearly company. So at yearly company, and we do tons of fun posts and shares there, but, um, it is easy to send your husband or your, you know, gift giver to the website because we mm-hmm. have a wish list feature and that drop a hint. So hopefully that'll be helpful this holiday season. Yes. Genius. Okay. Well, we got to have our popcorn round because, mm-hmm. you know, we always have our fun little questions that we have to ask and you just fire off the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. All right. Let me ask you this because how long have you been in Nashville? Oh gosh. So I came here for Vandy and I graduated in 2008. So since 2004, 16 years. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you've seen the transition from uh, old Nashville to new Nashville. Yes. What do you yes. prefer? New. You do? <laughs> yes. I'm just, I, I think I'm kind of spoiled too, because I, I didn't grow up here. I do think some people who grew up here are like, Oh, the days with no traffic, but I just love a good new restaurant and the feeling of the city. And I think people are coming from all over and it's just creating such an amazing vibe. I just, I really enjoy it. So I love the new Nashville. What is your favorite new Nashville restaurant? Ooh, that's a tough one. Because um, it changes weekly. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah. There's this restaurant called Oku, which I think is maybe in another city as well, but um, amazing sushi, which I would not have said in 2008 that Nashville had amazing sushi. Um, so that one is fantastic. I mean, there's so many. Josephine is in our neighborhood. That is not a new restaurant, but we love going to the bar there. Um there's a restaurant called Santo in Green Hills that is excellent. There's just some really, and everything's 10 minutes from our house, which, you know, we're spoiled, but I love that. Mm-hmm. Factor. That's awesome. Um, okay, so assuming that we do get to travel again and go places, one of, what's one of your other favorite cities in the South that you like to visit? Ooh, I love that question. Um, Charleston. Yeah. It's so much fun. I mean, I think I have the best memories from Garden and Gun there. Uh, but just such a cool city and really close. Also, last time we took our kiddos and my daughter's obsessed with the ocean and the aquarium. We went two days in a row. So, yeah, I definitely love to make it back there soon. Oh, that's, that's fine. That's a little tid, tidbit. Let me ask, what is your favorite bangle or your most meaningful bangle on your wrist? 
Oh, I love that question. Um, okay. Well, it's a new one that we don't sell yet. So that's kind of unfair, but <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> coming out. I've given a sneak peek. I'll show you ladies if you can see it. But, um, so it was our 10th wedding anniversary this year and this bangle has 10 diamonds and it's two of our heavyweights, like kind of joining those diamonds together. Um, I love the design of it. I designed it and told one of my jewelers what I was thinking and she made it. So it was a surprise, gave it to my husband and he gave it to me on our trip. Um, so I hadn't seen it before, which is pretty much the most surprise I'm going to get in jewelry because, you know, I make jewelry. So my Mm -hmm. husband gets to kind of cheat in that department, but, um, everything we make has a meaning. So for me, I mean, 10 years is big, you know, we've had our ups and downs, but I just feel so blessed and fortunate. We're both entrepreneurs you know, not everything's easy, but my husband and I had such a wonderful trip for our 10 year anniversary celebrating. And this bangle is kind of, I mean, metaphorically, it's like these two solid pieces of wire that are joined together by all those years, by all those diamonds. And I'm, you know, obsessed with the metaphor of what that means. And just thinking like the good and the bad and everything that's happened has gotten us to this point, like created this beautiful piece and I wouldn't change, you know, any of it. So I think that is my most special right now. Oh, Lord, I'm Lord, I know. I'm like, goodness gracious. <laughs> and we're coming today. We're coming in. Um, okay, so okay, let's just deviate for a minute. I mean, so say that you wore other jewelry. Yes. Do you have a splurge of like another, somebody else that you love or like something that you, you know what I'm saying? Like something that's not yearly. Totally. So um, lots. I think when you're, once you're in the jewelry world, it's kind of dangerous, but Um, I have such good friends in Nashville who are in the industry, which I will say does not exist everywhere and doesn't exist in every industry. So um, my friend Emily owns Consider the Wildflowers in East Nashville. She's amazing. Um, Brooke Worthington is in Green Hills. She makes beautiful classic jewelry, and she's been super supportive as well. Um, And then another great friend who I've really only met once, her name is Octavia Elizabeth. Um, She makes beautiful 18 karat, like just really rich gold jewelry. And she is actually, um, currently making me at kind of redesigning my wedding band, um, with some sentimental meaning and some new stones. So she's currently making that for me. So there's definitely a lot of respect in the industry. Like when someone does something well, I send my friends to them. You know, we're not, I love that about all these women is they're like, Oh, you want a classic gold bangle that fits you? I'm going to send you to Anne. And if someone asks me about an engagement ring, I'm going to send them to my friends. So I love that we have that relationship and respect. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. What's something you would tell your the young Anne back 15 years ago when you moved to Nashville? Oh, gosh. Um, everything has been so unexpected. I mean, and just to enjoy it. Like, I really, and I think I've gotten to that point, you know, but there, there's definitely days, I think, especially in those home with those babies <laughs> days. Where, <laughs> yeah, we like to call that the blue period. Yeah. <laughs> just, um, I used to call it the triple cry, the days we read all cry. And I would tell my husband at work, like, oh, nobody wants to wear pants today. And we, I'm late. And, you know, just, and you can't tell yourself that at that stage. But, like, it was all leading somewhere. I mean, now when I look at my girls who are five and six, and, you know, not 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 that that's so easy, but it's much easier for me. Um that like each one of those stages got me to where I am now and working now is such a joy. And I don't, I mean, of course we all feel that kind of push and pull, but if I hadn't had those days home with the girls where I was sometimes like, you know, someone give me anything else to do at the end of the day, then I wouldn't appreciate it so much. And if I didn't have my work right now, you know, I just, I feel like I've come to a really great place, but it's been hard, but I have such gratitude for it because my, our story has jumped around quite a bit. My husband started a business 
there's been many days in the last five years where I'm like, what are we both doing? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Why don't we both just have a regular paycheck and, you know, do regular people things, but the gratitude and the respect we have for each other and for kind of the way our family operates now is, is something that I wouldn't trade. Love it. And thank you so much for coming on Say It Southern and sharing your story with us. Thank you so much. It was really a joy to talk to you ladies. It was much easier. I was, I'm not no longer like sweating and nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Good. We're pretty low key around here. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. I was like, we're going to pop in and see you when we're in Nashville next. Okay. For sure. I would love that. Anytime. Okay. Bye. Bye. Rise with Renaissance is a women's empowerment initiative that our partner Renaissance Bank developed to make a difference for women. Rise's mission is to support female leaders, achievers, and innovators, and lady bosses. Renaissance is here to support women striving for success. So if someone says you can't, prove them wrong. Visit your local Renaissance location or risewithrenaissance.com to learn more. This would have been perfect for Anne. Yeah, it is perfect for her. <laughs> or it is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Yearly company. How amazing was she? I just love, you know, we love a story around mm-hmm. here. We love mm-hmm. to tell that story. And just the fact that, like, the grandmother had enough, I don't know, foreknowledge or just enough sentiment. Or she just wanted to make something special. So she started gifting those. Mm-hmm. And then it became, okay, my favorite line of the whole podcast is when she said, um, that jingle of her bracelets was a part of my childhood. Yeah. That sound was a part of my childhood. And, you know, that you just think, yeah, I need my own too. Mm-hmm. Did it make you want some? Oh, my gosh, yes. I know. And to be able to hand them down. Like, I that know. to me is what all I can think yeah. about. You know, after yeah. losing my parents, I'm like, how important is that sort of... That is so important. Yeah. So important. Give your children something like that. Yeah. Give yourself... Give it for yourself yeah. to give to your children. See, the boys are like that with guns. Mm-hmm. Like, Jason has a gun of his granddaddy's, and then, like, that's something that my brothers have thought about, too, like, guns that they pass down and pass down, and I'm like, oh, I gotta, I'm going to be good to these daughter-in-laws. Yes. <laughs> yes. Stuff, but... I um, told you about my mother's necklace that she's buried with, right? Yes. The garnet necklace? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So... I would give anything for it, but it's probably a good thing that she's buried with it because right. my sisters and I, we would fight like cats and dogs over it. Right. So don't just have one piece of jewelry. Yeah. Have a bunch. Several. Several. Which is several the goal. Bangles. But you know what? Sometimes I just love that Anne said this too. Like, just treat yourself. When's the last time you bought something of that magnitude for yourself? I, I haven't. I don't no. think I ever have. Not in that way. Like, I'll buy a pair of jeans or like, you love a bag. You mm-hmm. love a handbag. You've been saving it for your mm-hmm. handbag yes. if yeah. you're going to make the splurge. But like a jewelry, I wouldn't buy myself jewelry. Well, all I could think about the whole time was you and I, like, I wanted to give you, I'm like, I need to give one to Courtney and like, we made matching bangles <laughs> and say it's Southern. We do. We do. <laughs> we should. I know. Coming up on two years. Yeah. Oh, I feel like we're kind of like getting there, getting somewhere. We could get a tattoo or oh, yeah. we could get a bangle. Well, I don't do needles. So yeah. let's just go That's with the bangle. Then <laughs> remember the finger cut, the paper cut you got. <laughs> yes. Um, I love that she learned to trade too and was like hustling out of her garage. Mm-hmm. Like she took that class at Vanderbilt. She's like, you know what? I can do that. Why not? <laughs> and then took that class and like started making these things and grew out of her, you know, garage. Mm-hmm. She must have a clean, people that do this stuff. I mean, remember Amanda break, baking pies out of her garage? Yeah. I don't know how they do it. Speaking of, you were going to clean the garage out this weekend. I did it. And how'd it go? 
Yeah. Did it take you all day? Not really, no. I pulled everything out, just swept real good, cleaned, and then just organized. I didn't really get rid of anything because it's not my stuff that's in the it's garage. It's hubby stuff. Everywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But it's all in a pile in the corner now. Uh-huh. So like I can Was he walk like, what have garage. you done, Sarah? No. I was like, did you notice the garage? He was like, what do you, what do you notice what? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. See, I just... I just am totally passive aggressive with Jason for months until he does something. Oh, really? <laughs> See, I just keep bugging him, then I do it myself, and then make a big point of like, well, when I cleaned out the like, garage, well, finally it oh, happened. No, thanks finally to you. Did it. No, I just consider like I consider that his stuff, and like I could choose to be really mad over it, or I could just be like, I could let it go until the point that he can't park his car in there, and then it is when it's a problem. Uh huh. It's a problem for him. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Well, you know, I took a class at Vanderbilt as well. Did you? Uh, nothing came out of it, like like her jewelry. What did you do? I did a dance class. I did a hip-hop dance class. So, you did? <laughs> yes. Tell me about it. Well, I just, I wanted to do something for myself. Yeah. I should have maybe done an art class. <laughs> some metal making. Pottery. Had a business out of it, because nothing came from my hip-hop class, that's for sure. <laughs> did you have a recital? No, uh-uh. It was just a class, and I got my friend to do it with me, and I thought, this will be fun. I need, I'm a good dancer. I'm just going to sharpen my hip-hop skills, you know, for the clubs. I was probably like 25 when Virgin- I did it. I don't what know. What was it called? Jenny Jackson's? You remember at no, the club? Jenny, um, Johnny Jackson. Johnny Jackson. Johnny Jackson. Girl, yes. you know I was at Johnny Jackson's oh, now. I was there too. We were probably like fighting for the dance floor, <laughs> fighting for the stage. We probably uh-huh. were there at the same time. Yep. But uh, it was it was a disaster. I was the oldest person. I was like 25, and I felt like I was 45. Ancient. Ancient. And like I said, I thought I had pretty good moves till I got in there with those 20-somethings, like thrusting and bumping and grinding uh-huh. and hip-hopping. And then you were like, oh. Okay. Yeah. I was, I'll stick to Johnny Jackson's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we've talked about this before on here. Would Is there a class that like you would love to take or skill that you would like to learn? Oh, I mean, I can't think of anything right now. Sadly. <laughs> You're like, I'm very busy. I'm very busy right now. <laughs> Extremely busy. No time mm-hmm. for classes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I took a sewing class, but I would like to do pottery. I think that I would be fun for me. See you mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. I think I'd like that. Or either I'd get really frustrated and like break all my stuff. Yeah. Right. I wish I could make. I wish I could sew. I don't really want to sew. I don't want to be able to sew, but I would love to be able to make a cute pillow, hang some curtains up, like oh, yeah. simple. Things like that. Yeah. I say simple. It's not simple. Yeah. I have friends, though, that I feel like Sarah Winslow's one of these people who did our website. Like, she just learned how to do that. And then, like, the other day I was talking to her, and she was sewing panels to put up in her house. Like, she just yeah, that's what I knows want. how to do things. Oh, and, like, researches and reads it and then just does it. Mm-hmm. I don't... That's a good idea. I feel like that, that for me, like, I'm like, oh, I'd love to. I just, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Taylor May is going to be a maker, though. Oh, she's making bookmarks right now. See? Watercolor bookmarks. They're all cut the exact same size. Did you get her paper cutter? Or did she? she no, she's, she's like she's measuring and cutting them. Hand cutting with scissors. I didn't really know this was such a project. I knew she was making a few. I've seen a few. Yeah. And then her room the other day, this weekend, she just transformed her whole desk area into a watercolor bookmark station (laughs) and it's like wow okay we're doing this yeah she's all in it's so Mm -hmm. cute she's got that little entrepreneurial spirit Mm -hmm. the creative she's gonna do something like yeah she asked me to laminate them there you go Mm -hmm. i was like i will i will i'll laminate them for her yeah so (laughs) i'm sure courtney has a laminating machine you know i wish i did (laughs) actually i was at dirt cheap not too long ago and made a pass through there and they had a laminator and i thought about buying it hmm 
But it, that's kind of one of those things that I just feel like it would be on a shelf somewhere until I needed it. But then when I needed it, I had it. Yeah. I mean, how often do you need a I don't laminating know. machine, I d- though, Courtney? Well, I mean, <laughs> I like to laminate, like, for example, I like to laminate the art that they do and then send it to, like, my parents, you know, oh, yeah. and let them mm-hmm. have it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, my grandmother loves that stuff, you know, yes. and she's, like, that's great. Mm-hmm. Like, when they make all that pottery stuff at school, the you know, like the thing that looked like a pizza and I didn't know what it was. Yes. Graham was like, it's a canoe. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, it's a perfect paperweight for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Treasure. <laughs> love you know? Treasure. That's right. <laughs> She'll love it. Let's send this off to Granny. Yeah. <laughs> you know that this is the perfect size to go in Kate Stewart's bobble stocking that we talked about last week. I would love to have one of her bangles in my bobble stocking. Now that we have a bobble stocking, we should put that, we should drop the hint, mm-hmm. send the hint. What a genius. Yeah. I've got thing to send a hint through my girls though. Okay. I'll even email it to Taylor May. She can email it on. There you go. It's gotta come from my girls. Okay. Yeah. So good idea. Mm-hmm. There's my bobble. Loved it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening this week. I'm so excited to have the early company on and hopefully you'll find one of these bangles under your tree this year. Ooh, ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.